welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara and Mike Yozimovich. Geeking out. Geeking out today. And week one is in the books. And here we are entering week two. And today we are doing our fantasy wrap-up show uh, covering the past week of the NFL and fantasy football and how it affects your team and what we learned from the following week. Uh, you know, I did my NFL or my fantasy roundup article uh, last night and what I learned. It's on DynastyNerds.com. It was a Make great sure article. You go check it out. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks for your uh, vote of confidence. Um, so let's get into it. You know, talking about a week of superstar duds, you know, for your redraft leagues, all the, a lot of guys that were taken in the first two rounds kind of kind of poop themselves a little bit. Doesn't that always seem to be the case, though? I always just feel like, generally speaking, the first two rounds, a lot of times there's just a ton of busts, man. That, well, I'm not, well, here's the thing. I don't think a lot of these guys are busts. I mean, we're talking Des Bryant. Right. Demarius Thomas, right. Aaron Rodgers, right. Eddie Lacy, yeah. Jamal Charles, right. Zach Stacy, exactly. Doug Martin. Right. They didn't do well. None of them do, did well. So you're calling them, they're all bust, huh? Well, just for Ooh. week one. I was going to say week one aberration. Week one. I, oh, yeah. I thought you were about a complete yeah. bust. Like, oh, uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying just week one. That's ship all. them out. No, 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 no. Pack no. the bags. Just saying week one. Kiss that's the all. dog goodbye. Good Lord. Yeah, that's all. I'm just saying week one. That's I all. usually kiss my wife goodbye. But well, kiss, the, kiss the dog if you want. That's fine. I like dogs. Oh! All right. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about like, who kisses their dog goodbye. I'm sure there's a tons of weirdos out there that kiss their dog goodbye. I got nothing. See you later, Linus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that was like really disappointing. Um, I actually had some of those guys in my lineup. I actually came away this week uh, nine and one, uh, so I'm pretty happy with my week. Uh, but yeah, I was really disappointing, guys. Like you know, and there's, and there's other guys under that weren't even high picks. Like you know. Let, let's start off with the hometown team here. Ben Tate, you know, what Ooh. he did tweet out today that he is good to go. Uh, but at the same time, it's really concerning already that, you know. I missed that one. I, I missed that tweet, and I do follow him. Yeah, he said he, he's good. I missed it, too, and I got a retweet from Evan Silva is how I saw it, which was weird. Yeah, he tweeted out. He said he's all good, fam. Is uh, that is that a legit tweet, then, or is that a fake one? I feel like that would come through. It's from through his my... account. I, I saw it. Okay. Uh, so Maybe he took it down. Because he's yeah, not okay. He's not, so not okay. Yeah. But <clears throat> maybe he took it down because the Browns don't want him. If you're smart as a Ben Tate owner, you know, you got Terrence West. Uh in a lot of you know, if you draft him in your redraft leagues, you got in Terrence redraft West. he might have yes. handcuffed him, but you can't say that for sure in Dynasty. No. Because no. I have Ben Tate and I don't have Terrence West. Who does? Oh, that's me. Yeah. And you know, but again, to get back to my point is it's it's a little alarm, it's a little bit of a red flag here. Because of all those guys I named, and I, again, I mentioned this in my article. I went over this in my article. So if you get on DynastyNerds.com, you can check out the full length. But, you know, I'll get your guys' opinion on it as well. Of all those guys' names I mentioned, there's three that gate showed. Like, the rest of them, I'm not worried about it. You know, bump in the road. Still in my lineup next week. Rebound. Three guys I am worried about. One, Ben Tate. Ben Tate comes into the season. His biggest knock is, can he, still ha- can he stay healthy? He never has. And, you know, we're finally like, okay, he's going to stay healthy. Week one, hurts his knee, misses the half, allows Terrence West to come in and look better than he has looked all preseason. Terrence West looked great. Uh, the best I've seen him run all, you know, all, all year. Uh, ben Tate looked good, though, too. I think ben the whole T- running game all, looked good. They and all I- averaged over Isaiah Kroll. Ben Tate and Terrence West all averaged over six yards a carry. And Ben Tate was the highest of. Yes. Oh, he did. He looked great. Right. But again, the, again, these are guys that are red flags for me. They're, they worry me a little bit. Where I wasn't worried before. Right. Um, of the of the three you're going with, that I assume you're going with, Ben Tate's going to be my least one. Your next one is Zach Stacy. Okay. Zach Stacy. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned I'm, too. Yeah, because I own fine. him in one of my leagues. I'm concerned. I, I was never. I was always on the fence about him, and now I'm. And I just went ahead. There was a lot of hype, and now I'm a little bit nervous. The 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 carry the carry between. I mean, Benny Cunningham's getting a lot of pub, right? And the 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 coaching staff saying, "Hey, we're gonna go with the hot hand here." And the carries were split twelve to nine. So Stacy got more carries, but at the same time, it's got to be alarming. I mean, it's got to say, "Is this really gonna be?" I mean, people drafted Stacy to be the clear cut workhorse, workhorse, right? Here. And if it's a running back by committee on that team, 
with, you know, again, Sean Hill went out, and what's the, what's the quarterback? David? Austin Davis, right? Uh, yeah. I, Something I mean, like how, that. How, how yeah, could, I, don't I believe that's right. Some fantasy expert I am. Right, no, right. no. But yeah, to your point, though, yeah, I mean, even if even if one of these guys getting the full share of the carries, they're an iffy start just because everyone's going to be loading up the box and, and just trying to stop the run. Right. They're not going to respect the passing game whatsoever. Exactly. And, like, the thing with the Stacy and, and the Cunningham thing is, like, I didn't even know. I didn't even like expect that. That came out of nowhere to me that Cunningham was going to be getting all, all of a sudden. Now it's going with the hot hand split carries. I thought Zach Stacy was going to be the guy, like one of those situations. There's few of them in the league that he was going to get the majority of the carries. Yeah. I mean, all three guys we mentioned are guys that we thought, at least going into week one, would be three down backs. You know, right. Tate, yeah. Three down back. Again, I'm not really over against, and not the split carries worry me him, about him. But the injuries. But Zach Stacy now, there's been a lot of pub like the week before the season started about Benny Cunningham. Benny Cunningham. I picked him up in a redraft league as my last pick in a couple of leagues just because I've been hearing this Benny Cunningham talk, Cunningham talk, and now it's coming to fruition. So it's like, hey, here we go. You know, uh, it's like if Zach Stacy fumbles, is Benny Cunningham the lean back? Like, what is going on here? So to me, it's a huge red flag. I have right. no confidence on a bad offense. I mean, you're talking about a team that had all these first-round picks, you know, from that Washington RG3 trade, and they're still horrible. Right. Now, a glimmer of hope out of there about a guy who I have been talking about before I get to my third running back here, Brian Quick, looked right. pretty good. Yeah, looked absolutely. Strong, and he had all those forward. targets. I um, don't have the stats right in front of him. He had, like, nine targets or something for 99 yards. And well, he, who else is going to catch the ball? Sure, they right. Austin. Well, you know, Austin. I, wasn't quite, I wasn't quite sold in. You were right, so I'll give you props there. I, I wasn't quite sold Brian Quick was going to be anything of any relevance. And that's a guy you know, we talked about so. in our redraft special. I mentioned his name. I was like, right. hey, Brian Quick is some of you guys you can get when, one of your last picks, and he's going to be the number one there in St. Louis, and it looks like that's going to be the case, And right. which is good. If you got him late, if you got him on your fantasy roster for cheap, again, he's somebody you may be able to get and get out there and trade for your dynasty teams or on any league where you can get for cheap, and Brian Quick is going to be somebody that might give you really good wide receiver three numbers on a weekly basis. For and, a team that's probably going to be trailing a lot. In two of my three leagues, he's on the waiver wire. So, you know, like in regular, I know our dynasty league's like a deep rostered league, but like in my two other leagues, they're, they're standard roster. One's a redraft, one's a dynasty, and I got a claim in for Quick in quick. both of them, you know? So, it, so I would assume, I would venture to say in most leagues that aren't like ultra deep like our one, is that he's probably available. He should be picked up. And I have one more guy when we get to that game, I'll let you know. Another guy who's on almost everybody's waiver wire that should be picked up, but Brian Quick is definitely one of those guys. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, Zach Stacy, I'm alarmed. Matt, are you alarmed? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Mike, you alarmed? I'm alarmed because I own him. I'm alarmed, and I'm going to be alarmed by your third guy. I guarantee I know who it Doug is. Doug Martin. Doug Martin. I own him, too, and I'm peeing my pants. This sucks. Yeah. I'm the, really all those scared. huggies over there. Yeah, uh, don't don't watch your huggies, man. I, no, I'm really like... I'm. Invested. That? I do smell that. I invested a high draft pick in him, you know, for my new dynasty. Yes. League, you that, know, and not a good mis- idea there. I I was just thinking. I I don't know. I I went hurt back again? and forth. Yeah, he's hurt again, and that's just like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and not only that, but he got nine carries, nine yards. Nine you know, yards. there was some actually. There was some like talk that the coach said that he was able to come back in, and he just. They didn't they let him. They didn't let him. Yeah, I right. already he was mad about that. Yeah, yeah right. Which he is, was fighting to get back in. Which is weird. I, I mean, I hope that doesn't say that they're kind of moving in a different direction. Yeah, but you can't, like, move to, like, Bobby Rainey for real. Okay, here's my right. thought process. You know, I mean, like, I mean, if they died, I would Right. I, I mean, I don't know if he wasn't hitting the right holes. He wasn't I, doing something in pass protection that he was supposed to. My guess is that he's probably, like, maybe it's more precautionary and I hope that's the case. Right. And that like, it might just, and maybe that they just didn't want to put them in and then we'll see after they do tests. I have no idea. I haven't, we haven't heard any updates no yet updates as of, yet. as of today. So my thought process is hey, dude's hurt. He's had a, a history of injury. So, Hey, let's keep him out and we'll wait to see what the tests come through. And then we'll just move forward. Should we keep him out for a couple of weeks or is he good to go for the next week? I just, you know, I think they just chalk that game up as, a, you know, a loss with him, and we'll just we'll move forward. You it's know, so, it's something to keep a close eye on. Though, oh, he- for sure. heck yeah, yeah. Definitely. I have a completely different take on this. It's one. Okay. I, it's one I gave thought to. All right, and this is what concerns me about it because before the season, they you know they started build Doug Tate, Doug Martin back up again, saying, "Hey, this is a guy that we're gonna you know we're gonna shoulder the load on." But before that, 
and we talked about this on many podcasts that we were worried. You know, they brought in Tr- Charles Sims. We're like, hey, this is gonna be a running back by committee. Exactly. And the yeah. coaching staff specifically said we don't think any one running back c- should be able to carry the load because of health concerns in an offense. Now, were they just saying this because yeah, that's what they believe, or was there something that they know about Doug Martin? that nobody else knows that this guy is just, you know, he's not a durable back. You know, is this something they were worried about? So I was thinking, when I was thinking about Doug Martin, that kept popping in my head of what they said before and how we were all big on Charles Sims. And this, and this actually gets me higher on Charles Sims because Charles Sims will be back. And they were comparing him to Matt Forte and Lovey Smith's offense. And they do want to run him back by committee over there. And when he got hurt, kind of all, all of a sudden, you know, that all kind of tailed back a little bit. Now they're like, oh, Doug Martin is the man, you know, because they had Bobby Rainey there. Yeah, but when Mike Charles James Sims wasn't hurt, hurt they, they weren't preaching that story. Yeah, and they were like, they were saying, "Hey, I'm." So this worries me about Doug Martin. Yeah, I think of the three Long-term, situations. Yeah, that's the most concerning. One injuries, and again, you can't predict any injuries, but running backs are the number one guys that get hurt. Right. That's Two, why the coaching got... staff said that about injuries, and here it is, he's hurt, and again, he wanted to come back in, and they're like, "Listen, man, you were made of glass. You're going to sit here, and we're going to polish you up with some Windex." Three, when Charles Sims comes back who I liked coming out of West. I liked him coming out of West Virginia. I liked the Matt. You know, I, I loved it when I heard the coaching staff saying, Hey, he's kind of like Matt Forte. That's like music to my ears. Uh, so to me, that's a lot of red flags. So when Sims does come back, does that hurt Martin? Does his injuries hurt Martin? To me, he is somebody that I've never owned on any of my fantasy teams. And he's just somebody that I, again, if I'm you, I'm like, yeah, I'm scared too. I'm hoping right. he's somebody that if he comes back and he puts up some good games, Again, he could be really great, but at the same time, he's so much of a worry for me. He'd be on my sell list, man. He'd be somebody I'm trying to unload because when he's healthy, that's a really good name and it's really good value, especially in the Dynasty League. Hashtag two to three year window. Right. Yeah, no, I I, I see, see that's a good, you know, valid points, you know. I agree. Yeah. I, I guess like when I was, he's a concern. When uh, I was drafting at the time, though, I was thinking. Hey, who else are they going to hand the ball off to? Right. So, and if he does well, then it's game over. You know, like he's establishing himself. I gambled and I look like a loser after week one. But it's something you can get out of again. I mean, right. here's why, you know, I tweet out to everybody, you know, it's week one. You know, congrats to everybody that went out there and won, but it's just week one. And to oh. everybody that lost, it sucks because everyone counts, but it's just week one. All right. Well, and obviously, and we have to talk about it and we, you know, and make all these you know, statements about this, that. And so it sounds like over, you know, at the end of the day, dude, don't overreact over one week, you but, know, but we, hey, we got to talk about it. Week so. one and two is really when the, the craziest stuff happens too. As far as, as, as your lineup goes, you, you're kind of unsettled. No one really knows who to start or and what to expect from their starters. By like week three or four, you know what to yeah, expect. You start basically. settling in. Right. And, yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Well, now I want to get I want to get change the subject here a little bit. You know, those are guys that get bads. Again, those other guys we mentioned, no worries, they're going to have success. Uh, you know, and there's a couple other guys that you know I'll I'll give you guys my stock up and stock down at the epi- at closer to the end of the episode. You can go over that with me. But uh, let's do a little t- let's do a little personal horn toot in here a little bit, and I'll let, and I'll get look at Mike first. I mean, again, to all the guys that listen on to our podcast, we really appreciate it. Uh, and we appreciate all, all of you guys getting on iTunes and giving us that rating. It really helps us get on there and like us on Facebook and all the subscribers really appreciate it. And if you do, you know that for a while now, Mike has been preaching Alan Hearns since March. And me and Mike were texting each other over the weekends like crazy, man. If you were just, you know, if we just went back as fans and listened to our iTunes, uh, you could have came away with a draft of, you like know. Kelvin Benjamin in the first round. Uh, you know, like is Kelvin Benjamin, Alan Hearns, John Brown, yeah. Lorenzo Taliaferro, uh, Andre Williams, and Andre Williams. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Andre like, Williams in the second, Kelvin, Andre, John Brown, uh, and who all look like really promising. Yeah, they look pro- or like are about to be like possibly in a promising role. Like obviously Taliaferro hasn't done anything yet, but like it's just crazy how it just seems like the dominoes are falling into into place and. Well, you know, obviously now Ray Rice is gone and out of the Wait, picture. What? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it it's uh it just seems like there's and how well he did in the preseason, I think it's just a matter of time. Like obviously it still remains to be seen, but well, I think like it's leading towards that way, right? Because well, they don't look here. too uh they don't look too 
Uh, they're not settled at the position. Yeah, they're not settled at the position at all. I was surprised Forsett got all those carries, though. Well, well let's, they... let's go back to Hearns first. Right, okay. Uh, two guys, now both these, then we'll go, then we'll go to Taylor Farrow. Okay. Two guys who led to preseason, preseason anti-position in yards. You know, Alan Hearns had 232 yards, and I think uh, Taylor Farrow had like 230 yards or something like that as well. But, you know, Hearns, again, Cecil Shorts was out, so... That helps him a lot. Marquise Lee looks like the, he's locked in as the number one receiver there. Kind of surprised Allen Robinson still didn't take this chance to really kind of, I know the hammy's been an issue, but I mean, it's kind of been somewhat disappointing because, again, we talked about this on previous podcasts. This is just more chemistry building for Allen Hearns. More time that he gets starts, the more comfortable he's going to feel. And again, Mike's been preaching up Hearns a ton, and it's just, it's a nice opportunity for Hearns here. Can Hearns be that sneaky guy that someone overtakes Allen Robinson? Or are they just going to have a really sweet three dynamic set, you know, of wide receivers? And where does Cecil Shorts fit in if those two pan out really well? I wrote about Hearns. The caption I have on Hearns in my article here is, Star of week one, I want to pick up, but I want to see more. Now, I don't recommend going, like, now, I can see Hearns being one of those guys where everybody goes out in the redraft leagues and picks up Hearns and then throws him in a starting lineup and then says, oh, he's a bum because now he got me five points. Right. right. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm not saying that I mean I think he's worth a pickup I mean dude's done good in every single preseason game yes. and did good now this is five games in a row to me it doesn't seem like there's any reason why I don't see it continuing moving forward I kind of almost feel like I follow you know follow, follow all the people in the industry on the fan fantasy stuff on Twitter and no one still doesn't give him any credit I feel like I, I just don't see why it can't continue but at the same time i'm not like dumb enough to think that like oh he's gonna go out and have numbers like calvin johnson either i think it's like will he be the next keen allen though uh, i don't know not that good but i i still think he's a dude that you uh, you he own should be it. rostered he yes. should be rostered every and I format think, every league right be rostered. Well, like marcus colson came out of nowhere basically right. his rookie year i mean i can see Undrafted. totally where alan hearns like a- you know in the at, at the end of the day, where Alan Hearns passes, could pass Alan Robinson, right? And it could be Marquise Lee, Alan Hearns, and Cecil Shorts could be like Running the three man crew. Yep. Because like with three rookies, you know, maybe their thought process, and I have no idea, but with three rookies, maybe they're just they were just thinking like, dude, if we can just get like two of these guys to pan out, or you know, and they were assuming it's the two, but right. Alan, Alan Robinson hasn't been able to step up and. Uh, Alan like Hearns has, oh yeah, I, I'm not anti. I'm just saying, like Hearns has been good every single week, and Robinson he, showed nothing. To he's, anybody. I mean, he, he showed, showed nothing. He showed to nothing. nothing. Deep dynasty. He's a dynasty stash right. at this point. Right. I mean, if yeah, if you if you came to me right now and said you had to pick one or the other, it'd be hard for me. The the instant response would be like, oh, what do you mean you don't take Robinson over Hearns? But like, hey man, you know, it's proof is in the pudding. Right. Exactly. You know, I'm looking at what I see on the field here. This guy is coming. He he came in on draft, and this guy's just tearing it up. Like Mike said, he's done it every single week. So yeah, Alan Hearns should be a, a stash. Now let's get in this Baltimore running situation, running back situation. I'm getting t- I'm getting tons, probably hundreds of questions on Twitter about what do I do with this Baltimore running back situation? Do I cut Pierce? Do I pick up Forsett? My response to everybody is I like long-term Lorenzo Taliaferro. Right, you have to. Somebody who, again, who led the preseason in Russian, who looks like he's a three-down back, who runs strong, not a, not nothing great, almost like a Zach Stacy kind of back. Yeah. Somebody that, yeah. I, again, if I, had to, if I had to pick now, the instant choice for a redraft league is Justin Forsett. Why? Because they're saying he's starting Thursday, so yeah, that's who you want. Cut Pierce, pick up for. I have a feeling it's that that situation between those two, they're going to try and give those two guys a shot to take the lead. They obviously showed how they feel about Bernard Pierce after six carries and he fumbles. They bench him. Right. That's not a sign of confidence. Uh, they put Justin Forsett in, who didn't have a horrible game. He's yeah. twenty nine. Yeah, he played. He played well. He's but he's yeah he's a he's been bouncing around the league. You know. Yeah, he's I can't not... see that every week. Right. So no, my especially in dynasty, dude's twenty nine journeyman. There's no reason if he's out there. To try to acquire him or anything like Right. That. Like, there's just no long-term value. I mean, if you have room, if you got go him on your him. waiver, If you got him on a waiver wire, awesome for you because if you can get one start off a guy like that, just anybody you can pick off the waiver wire that you can get a start out of, right? bravo, you know, due yeah. to injury. You know, bravo for you. But, again, if you need somebody, like if you had, say you had Bernard Pierce and you drafted Ray Rice, 
just you know say you drafted Red Rice and then you took Bernard Pierce because hey I'm gonna have to start in Baltimore, then if you need a running back right away, Forsett is where you want to go. If you're gonna be thinking playoffs down the road and you have room on your roster, Lorenzo Talaferro is somebody who I would like out of the three. And I think like. I think it was just even like last week I was saying, and I think we agreed that he uh, is in that situation where he ha- could potentially be the a breakout candidate if he gets the chance to play like one of those guys that could steal, you know, like a fantasy league because he right. could do so good and be that, you know, could be that guy. He at least we talked that we've seen that situation the, yeah. before where, you know, we talked it about could that happen. week one of the preseason say, hey, this is a guy to watch, you know. Uh, with Ray Rice's year last year, when he does come back, if one of these guys steps up, and we were talking about either Pierce or Talia Farrow, Forsett was never even a thought, um, they might keep Rice on the bench. And we were saying, hey, out of the two, Talia Farrow probably gives you the best chance to do that. And we, we want to see more opportunity as the season went along. Again, he led the, he looked great. I mean, I like, again, we talked about it as the last preseason episode we did. Right. You know, if we can go back and draft, Talia Farrow's a for sure second-round draft pick. Yes. So... That's how we feel. About and I think that now it creeps up even, you know, like to the high second round with the news of Ray Rice. Like he probably, if we would have known that Ray Rice was gone, he probably would have been getting picked in the high second high round. Second high round. second round. Yeah, yeah probably absolutely. right after like the Jeremy Hill, Andre Williams right. guys right around there. I know, I know in my, in, in there are three guys that are already after one through the preseason and one week already doing well. The three Biggest jumpers from when we started DynastyNerds.com up through the spring, summer, and right until we did our latest rankings for the rookies that made the biggest leaps on mine that I kept just moving up every time they did better was John Brown, Alan Hearns, and Lorenzo Talafiero. They just kept going. I kept moving on. I'm like, oh, this guy looks good. Another good week. Another good week. Oh, the situation's looking better. Oh, this is going good. And you know, I had him super high. Yeah, and since so. day one, one of us have been hip to all. The, you know, I've been a John Brown fan since he ran the combine. You've been an Alan Hearns guy uh, for a while now, and you know, I know Matt's thought we've all kind of talked about Taylor Farrow here. So it's kind of yeah, it's, it's. I mean, if it makes it makes me feel good that you know the guys that we hyped up the most are doing the best. Yeah. Right, especially in rookies, because right, it's dynastynerds.com. It's dynasty formatted website, and really the focus, you know, the main number one focus of our website is, is to build dynasty through yes. rookie, drafts. rookie drafts. And I feel as though we've done pretty damn good, if I will say so do, myself. Do. Yeah, yeah. Geez, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. No, I am because I right. I've just. It, and look how good Calvin Benjamin did the first week. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt. How right, good guys. Calvin Benjamin? You <laughs> Wait, on board yet? Here we are. Right, here guys. we are. On board. Right, we guys. are. What is it? We are six months later. After week one of the NFL season, we've asked this question. We've done how many podcasts? This is number thirty, I think. Podcast. Matt, are you on board yet? Yeah, Calvin Benjamin actually looks like he might be pretty awesome. good at pretty awesome. Playing I wish I had some bell to go off right now because it took six NFL. months when he finally right. came around. All right, Calvin. guys. All right. I was wrong. Thank you. You guys were right. Thank you. Half a year. I could finally. But listen, shave this beard. he learned how to catch, apparently, oh. in the offseason. <laughs> a player. And that was my biggest concern with him. And you know, it was a concern. I agree. And that was, and I mentioned, hey, that he has to overcome that. He's shown like he no has. drops or anything like that. So that was my biggest concern. He is a little slow, but he's making up for it with his big body, obviously. Yeah, and if you you know he's catch like ninety yards and a touchdown, I don't care how slow you are, you know. So he he looked good. Listen, he looked good, he looked good guys. Yeah. I was wrong. Some you rookies guys came were out right. looking good. Yes, yeah, they week, did. You know? Carlos Hyde looked good. <laughs> looked good. And again, if you've been listening to us, we've been preaching forever. Carlos Hyde over Bishop Sankey. Well, right. Uh, and I was surprised that I I'll tell you what. I, uh, sorry not not to like cut you off. No, go ahead. Um Dick. actually the the one thing that I just kept saying from the get-go and I was way off on this. I was surprised Carlos Hyde got a lot of run in the first game compared to like what Bishop Sankey did. Because I, I was originally saying, and now obviously I'm wrong, that hey, if you want immediate impact, if you need a running back, take Bishop Sankey. If you're looking long-term, go Hyde. Yeah. And that, that still to me seemed like it should have made sense. I'm surprised Hyde played so well. And it 
I bet they keep going forward with that. And that's the only thing that kind of makes uh, the one thing I will come away saying I'm disappointing myself in is, is, and I know Matt. No, it wasn't Matt actually. I thought I was just here with him, but I was like really down on Bishop Sankey as we're like watching his tape, and we like we actually did initial rankings. I was like, ah, I'm kind of down on Sankey, and I moved him down my board a lot, and I let like him go in as the number one back, kind of move him up drastically at my charts, just because you know I'm not an NFL GM, so those guys right. must know something I don't know, and it's exactly. kind of. And now again, he he doesn't look like nothing special. You know what I mean? I could still be wrong, but it's like kind of like, but I was still preaching, hey, Carlos Hyde is number one. So I feel good about that. Right. Yeah. And when we all, well, or at least I, I'll just speak for myself. When I had it, I, I put Hyde number one, but I was thinking the immediate payoff would be Sankey. I'm still, you, I still like Sankey. You li- I mean, I don't hate I yeah, say, I don't I him. I still like him. Yeah. Too. I'm not you liked anti- him coming out, right, Matt? Yeah, I did. That's why you, I thought, you yeah. were the biggest Sankey guy. I, I was. Think, right. Yeah. And I, that's not bad. I, when I was right behind him. I think I had them back to back. Right. You know, I just, so. I mean, I, I think he'll settle in. I think there's, it's only a matter of time before he beats out Sean Green and Dexter, Dexter, Dexter McCluster. Right. If you can't do that, that's, I mean, right. he, will. Uh, he will. He will. Two fantasy points. Right. He will. You know, Alan Hearns showed well week one. Kelvin Benjamin showed well. Carlos Hyde showed well. How about Brandon Cooks? Oh, man. Awesome. Tore it up, man. Right. This guy is going to be trouble for defenses. I mean, his speed is just uncanny. The way he gets open, Drew Brees is going to be a factor for him. What do you have, 77 yards, seven catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown? That's right. Uh, Yeah, he looked great, man. I really, again, for somebody that was able to draft him in one of my rookie leagues, like, I feel so good about that where I got him in, uh, I, I'm actually making a move. I'm actually benching Victor Cruz in one of my dynasty leagues this week. They looked awful, terrible. Yeah, and I'm actually starting Brandon Cooks over there. I almost I have Eric Decker and Reggie Wayne, but I have Drew Brees too, and I'm really gonna take a gamble and I'm gonna see if he can do it week two versus the Browns. Uh, I will guarantee Brandon Cooks does sweet against the yeah. Browns. Yeah, so he I'm I'm kind We're, of like they're a in. total mess at their second cornerback position. It's just yeah, it's and that's something we talked about too. Like Brandon Cooks is probably gonna come in right away and be just a P- PPR monster, right? You know, you take away that touchdown, he still had sixteen. What was it? Still fourteen points, still double digit points, which is great for your wide receiver three. I mean, basically, this guy's just gonna catch about seven to ten balls a game and get about eighty yards a game, and then he'll score the occasional touchdown. Might come finish the season with like six touchdowns, something like that. So he's just gonna be a nice, solid wide receiver all the way through, and hopefully, gets better. Uh, I liked what I saw of John Brown in Arizona last night. If anybody yeah. was staying awake, yes. he looked pretty yeah. good. Um, I liked the way they're using him. Larry Fitzgerald was not oh. happy. Ugh. They're going to catch to the fourth quarter. Bruce Aaron says he's not throwing the ball. Now, mind you, here's a stat, too. You know, you know Larry Fitzgerald hasn't really had 1,000 yards receiving in three years? Yeah, it's it's been a rough go for him. It's been a rough, you know, almost half a decade. For him, like, I mean, Andre like, Roberts, I, I believe, was it last year that he, he got more receiving yards than Fitz? I mean, he only got like 750 yards or something. Was and. It? His, you know, they're saying, you know, with his contract, he's due like eight, eighteen million, something like oh, that. So he's gone. Yeah. He's yeah. gone, and, and and you would think too, like in that offense, he should be doing before there was an excuse because Arizona kind of blew. Yeah. you know what I mean. But now Arians comes to the fact, Michael Floyd, right? Looked, Michael mm-hmm. Floyd, I'm telling you, like his first catch, he looked so explode. Like, I don't always get a chance to watch like a lot of Arizona film, and you know, I like Michael Floyd, but he's one player that I've always liked from what I've seen. But I never got to really dive into like a whole lot, and but he is somebody that I've always liked from when I've you know the tape I do get to watch. And just last night, I just feel like I was watching another player, man, who like we saw at the end of last year that was going to come ahead. You know, he started to come on strong, but last night he looked so good. like he looks like a number one wide receiver to me. Right. And again with John Brown, you know if Larry Fitz leaves, you know that T.Y. Hilton role that Bruce Arians ran in Indy. John Brown has a very strong chance to be a fantasy football factor. Yeah, I I'll agree. I agree. Fitz He's, is on the down the downturn yeah, of his yeah, career here. Exactly. John Brown's somebody I'm targeting, and if I don't have him in dynasty leagues, he's somebody I like to target. And I'll try to get who you could probably get for a fair price right now. You know, somebody has yeah. running back help, and you have like. You but know, if if they have John Brown, they probably are, are hip to him and probably are like maybe run. it depends when you, what they got him at. You know, in a, like I got him in our league. Because we drafted so early, because I was big on him, and I just I kind of knew I could wait on him. I got him in the fourth round. Fourth round, yeah. He ended up going the second round, I think, in our late draft. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, if you, yeah. if you get a late draft, yeah, but maybe somebody that did get him late, you know, where it depends where you drafted, they might hold it. He's the fourth round draft pick. Hey, I'll give you a second round pick. Yeah, for him. and uh, hey, I'll give you a second round pick and Justin Forsett for John Brown. 
hey, man, I'm going to start a run. I'm going to second round pick for John Brown. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, I always got to take in, you know, the one thing that I, I have since we've started this, the thing that I've had the biggest problem with, especially like talking to some people on Twitter or making some comments is grasping the fact that not everybody has the deepest rosters like we do. Right. There's a lot of people out there. Like, for example, when I made the comments, I was like, oh, you know, when Ray Rice got cut, I was like, hey, if you didn't know before, you know, you should go out and get Talafiero. And then you get all these people asking you and, and no, you know, no offense, but like, Hey, should we cut somebody really good, good for yeah. Talafiero? And it's like, ah, no, not, not like that. I, I just assume those, like, yeah. I, 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 I just, I guess I'm just being naive and thinking that, you know, you're running a deep league and you got somebody you should cut, you know, I, you know, don't, don't got, cut we, like, you know, somebody awesome for, yeah, you know, for a, for a hope, you know, that most people run a 20 man raw. Cause that's, that's what it seems like the average is out. Like most people have a 20 man roster, which again, some people do less though. Which man. I, yeah. See anything less than a 20 man roster to me is just like keeper league. That's the way I look yeah. at it. I mean, it's barely a dynasty league. Um, even if you, even people, you know, like people that just run, like, oh, you can keep one starter, you know, all the starting positions, you know, like three wide receiver. Again, that's not really, to me, it's not really a dynasty league. It's just a keeper league. So. Again, if you guys do, I mean, talk to your commissioner, guys. I mean, it's you'll see that that how much more fun it is to play dynasty fantasy football with a deeper roster. How much more your knowledge grows, and again, and guys like that, that you get it, you get a chance. It's way funner to watch these guys develop than wait till they develop and then add them to your roster. It's, oh, it's great when you draft somebody is, like that. The payoff is way better when you draft a guy and you see him do well, especially someone like John Brown. And for example. In my newest dynasty league, the one that I help run, uh, my buddy drafted John Brown, and he's like, "Oh, sweet, John Brown scored a touchdown." And I could tell by the the tone that it was like, all of a sudden, like you know, I know he just took a stab. I was like, "Oh, I'll just take John Brown," you know, yeah. during draft day or whatever. And now that he scored, I could see that if John Brown pays off. He's gonna love John Brown for the next, you know, ten years. Yes. It's gonna be one of his favorite players. The Kindle of Love was right. lit. Yeah, right there. it was lit. I can tell. And we've mentioned totally that tell. before, like how how fun it is, like to get attached. Like yeah, you get that emotional attachment, right? Yeah, like because you you literally you follow these guys' career. You know everything they've done in their entire career. You follow. Right. Like, for me, like I've had Reggie Wayne on my roster the entire time he's been in the league. I've had Drew Brees the entire time he's been in the league. I've had Andre Johnson. For, I mean, there's guys that when they come out to be really good, it's like, oh, you like him because he's good. It's like, no, dude, I. I believed in this guy when he was, you know, caught 50 balls for 800 yards. And I was saying he was going to be good. You know, Mike, for you and I, like, I always go back because this is when we first yeah. started Dynasty, Vincent Jackson. Jackson right, you know, yeah. Like, we saw something in Vincent Jackson. That was like the first combine. sleep. That was the first, like, sleeper we ever, like, net, you know. Yeah, we killed it, yeah. too. And we told people, I was telling people forever, like, dude, Vincent, I got Vincent Jackson. They're like, who? I'm like, oh, just watch and see North right. Dakota, you know. And yeah, North, like, North Colorado. Yeah, North yeah. Colorado. And like, here he is. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with with what you're saying, Rich, man, if you're, if you're running like a shallower league, man, talk to the commission, try to expand it and you don't have to do it in one year and be crazy. Do a two, three year plan. Just plan it out where you just expand, you know, your, your, uh, your rookie drafts or free agent draft or whatever you do at the end of the year, just bump it up a couple more rounds until yeah, you hit you the number them. you want to be, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, again, I mean, I know Yahoo, you can get up to 29 roster spots. So utilize it again. You, I, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you that if you increase your rosters, it will only get more fun. And I'm telling you, even with that, with a 30 man roster like we run, you stick at the times like, man, I don't want to cut somebody. Oh, I know. <laughs> Which oh, is yeah. crazy. Time. It gets Which really is crazy. Hard. Right. And like us, we run our taxi squads at the same time and we're like, all right, I got to promote this guy. You know, I got to promote Brandon Cooks. I'm like, who do I want to cut? I'm like, well, he's still kind of a sleeper. You know? Right. I don't well, really want to cut him just quite yet. Like, yeah, because you I, could see where someone gets into that situation where they could play. And that, oh, yeah. and that happens, too, because, again, like, Jock Bell, for an example. Jock Bell went to Wayne State. I used to date a girl that went to Wayne State back in the day. And uh, he was someone I followed. And I, you know, and I was like, he's going to be pretty good. You know, I, mean, I liked him a lot. And then because came, he dated a girl from Wayne State, you well, like I just kind of well, oh, I, I okay. saw that he went to Wayne State, and I kind of like really dug in on him, yeah. and, I, and I liked what I saw out of there a lot. Okay, and he was something that I was really big on, and I drafted him in like the fourth round or something. And then he didn't do anything for the first two years, and he was something I, I had to make a decision, and I was like, oh, God, I guess I gotta let Jock go, you know. And then of course now he's like sweet, you know. But at the same time, it's like right. But again, and that's a thirty man roster. I couldn't bring up Jock Bell on my roster. So, I mean, it's for example, I mean, again, run those deep leagues, man. They're, they're great. 
Um, let's get into some more guys. Here's a guy that I don't have in any of my dynasty leagues. I wish I did, but I target him in a lot of my redraft leagues this year. And I actually got him as my wide receiver three, Percy Harvin. Yeah, looked awesome. Yeah, he looked good for sure. He's gonna be a wide receiver one if he can keep that. I mean, they made an effort to get that guy the ball. They definitely did. They, they. handed it off right. to him. They threw him the ball. A lot of bubble screens. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. you know, a lot of screens. Uh, short, quick passes. I mean, he looked fantastic he's going to be a wide receiver one uh and again that's not a huge surprise because before he got hurt he looked like that cat you know that uh a number one receiver but at the same time it's like besides marshawn lynch they have no offensive weapons there right you know jermaine curse uh doug baldwin Ricardo lockett ricardo lockett yeah no no big names yeah paul richardson will he ever play Tumbleweed, yeah, he'll yeah, he'll good. Play. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll play. play. If we he's go, second rounder. And speaking of Lockett, he's somebody. If we go back a couple of years ago, he was somebody I was somewhat kind of. He would have been like, if we were doing our podcast. I'm like, don't sleep on Ricardo. Lockett. I would have also been. I I've had him on my watch list for a while. He for, just yeah, kind of never. He, I've always followed him, yep, man. I would have been the guy that said no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's all right. I and I remember when I saw they, you know, when like uh Bill Parcells was doing it, like thing on ESPN, whatever. Uh-huh. And it, they had like the big board up all whatever. And I remember I I DVR it. And then I'd pause it because they go through the board like they go through real fast. I'd actually, I'd actually on my big screen TV. I would pause it so I can go look at his board because they would never show it. And mm-hmm. I remember like he and then he had, like Ricard, like he had his, his grades on players, and I wanted to see them all. So I paused it and I'd move it when it slowly scanned to the right, and I'd slowly unpause it, unpause it, play and move. And I saw he had like a third, like Bill Parcells gave like Ricardo Lockett like a third round grade. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I'm yeah. on this too. I, I agree with you, Bill. Uh, we have a Percy Harvin man. It's a it's going to be him and Mar- I mean Marshawn looked great so much for that Kristen Michael even though he was hurt you know like and there ain't no committee back there there ain't no committee no they're going to run Mar- they're going to run Marshawn Lynch into the ground I'll tell you what too and like I should never like should not have thought think this way or let things affect me but I remember when we were coming out with our rankings I had Marshawn Lynch super high I think Matt did too and people are like, man, you got Marshawn Lynch way too high, blah, blah, blah. So then I started second-guessing myself. And I think I even had to adjust it where I knocked him down like a couple notches just because every single person in do. the world were talking, and I know certain <laughs> somebodies were not into Marshawn Lynch, and it, made, it affected my thought process. And I was like, maybe I'm the idiot. But nah, the nah, dude's man, just a stud. a stud. And I know we said on the podcast we all wanted to see more out of, you know, Christine Michael. Like we just I, all hype until I until I see it. I'm I'm not I'm not buying. Yeah, it. and again, I saw a lot of like uh that a lot some of the Christine Michael haters. They would put some facts out there that really like he's injury prone. He's done this. He hasn't right. really done that. It's kind of like, yeah, I mean, he looks like a GI Joe and everything. But it's like, yeah, until I see it on the field, yeah. He's one of those guys that like just bug me because the hype so much and I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I mean he's gonna get a shot. I mean maybe if he was, you know, maybe if the hype wasn't there or something. Everybody's oh he's the next awesome guy, and I'm like until I see it, dude. I now I'm just annoyed by him, kind of, you know. All right, like that hater episode episode style. Mm -hmm. Kind of like creeping into the hater style, right? Kind of like I'm sure a lot of people probably hate Johnny Manziel the same way, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of guys like that. I mean, I, and I definitely understand. So, can he be one of those guys that was kind of like he's hyped up, he's hyped up, and it's like you're like annoyed because then he gets so hyped and he never does anything, and then he finally gets right. his sh- shot, and then it's just like fizzle, right? And, and remember, like Kristen Michael, like a month ago, was something you could trade for like heat, man. You could oh, trade yeah, like yeah. really good. I I have Kristen Michael in the league. I wish I can go back in time, just because again, sometimes with those guys, it's like you, you're better off just taking a good value. And, you know, with the running backs, you know, hashtag two to three year window. Right. And right. getting what you can get for them. I actually have them too. Yeah. That would have been a nice little off season uh, move to make. Yeah. So, oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. You can't hit them all. Yeah. Let's talk about We're I've, good. We're not that good. <laughs> I, have a, I have a personal bet. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast too with somebody about the. Re- the re- Deion Lewis signed today in Indy. Yeah. Saw by that. The way. Yeah. Other, I did not see that. Yeah. Yes, interesting. Interesting to me because Trent Richardson still Stinks. looks Terrible. like a turd. Yep. Uh, I mean, I have a bet, man. I, I really honestly think it's only a matter of time before Ahmad Bradshaw starts. I mean, at the end of the game, they used Ahmad Bradshaw when they were behind uh, way more than Trent. It's just, I mean, even wa- I watched the game to specifically to watch that turd and see what he did. And he just, 
I mean, I'm on Bradshaw. Looks looks like twice as good as the back as he does. Yeah, and, and just being you know one of those. Hey, if he's out there in your waiver wire, you should try to pick him up, Bradshaw. Uh, yeah, sure. because yeah. And, and I'm just using you know my leagues as a gauge. I know he was available in one of my leagues. It should have. I mean, almost should be once we get waived by the Browns. No, I'm at Bradshaw. Bradshaw, he's talking about not, oh, not Deion Lewis. Not okay. Deion Lewis. Yeah, so, oh, absolutely. So I'm using that as a gauge. Like, hey, if he's out there, that's somebody you could add to your, uh, you know, waiver wire claims. I got somebody, and this is a, this is the guy I was going to refer to back earlier in the episode. Another guy that said it's probably on a lot of waiver wire claims that should be picked up. Rod Streeter. Right. It looks yeah. like he's going to be the he number did, one yep. in Oakland. Um, I know we've been preaching, hey, stay away from the Oakland situation, but... I mean, now that Derek well, Carr is yeah, a starter. it's different with Derek Carr. Because yeah. before, we are under the assumption it's Schaub, and then that's terrible. Yeah. Derek Carr, there's at least hope. Yeah. Or, you know, like upside. And he was or, functional, you know? Yeah, right. It was just terrible. Yeah. I mean, right. it was his first game. So, first yeah. game, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, but Rod Streeter had a nice little game for him. Right. Um, I got him as, like, one of my wide receiver, like, six or sevens in a, in the Dynasty League. And I feel really good. I mean, that's like a... It's an awesome guy to have as like a wide receiver seven. Right, I have him in our in our third. You know, with the thirty man roster, I have Rod Streeter, yeah. and, and like yeah, he's like my seventh wide receiver. Now, I will say this though, like in my one in my dynasty league, like we have uh, it's like I think eighteen man roster, three practice, uh, pre, three practice squad guys, and Rod Streeter's right on that borderline. He is a free agent, but. Not to me, not quite there as a pickup. Yeah, it depends quite who you yet. want to pick up, but right. I mean, which is which is kind of weird. But it's borderline. I mean, if someone got him, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, that guy's an idiot for picking up Rod Street or so." But well, he's definitely a wide receiver four, you know, wide receiver three day kind of guy, you know. And well, I want and I definitely want to see more, and I want to see more too. I mean, maybe he can get better. I mean, he wasn't terrible last year. No, means. no, he wasn't so terrible. He should definitely be. It's, great, a, it's almost weird that like he is available in that league because he should be rostered. Maybe not for your team because maybe you drafted a better team than most. But I guarantee there's got to be room for him. Somebody's roster on a twenty man roster. Very, very, very possible. But looking at the available free agents at wide receiver, there's like three or four dudes that I was like, I'd take that guy ahead of him at a street. Any, any name offhand you can uh, Think about it. I'll give oh, it, give it to me if you quick. Hearns and uh, one more. Oh, I'd for sure grab, dude. If Brian Quick's on that waiver, swoop him up, dude. Well, I got claims in for all these guys, so <laughs> oh, you know right. we'll see which ones I get. Well, I assume if you're the, in Mike's league, they're uh, the, please hit pause yeah. <laughs> until, <laughs> until Friday. They're um, like there's like there. I should just pull it up, but there's um, those those two for sure, and I knew there was one more, so I put a bunch of claims. People are savvy on the waiver wire and. Just, I think, limited. I think if we had another, like, two rounds, Streeter would have been taken, obviously. But Coming soon, right? Right, coming soon. So. Listen as Mike remakes his wide receiver core right here on the Right, air. exactly. <laughs> Listen live as Mike makes his <laughs> weekly waiver moves. <laughs> uh, so, and here's another thing I want to get into, you know, before we start, a couple of things I want to get into at the end here. Uh, this news about the new drug policy that should be breaking, we record these on Tuesday which come to you on Wednesday. But tonight at 9 o'clock, we're supposed to vote on that drug appeal, which looks like Josh Gordon's going to be coming back. So, And it, and it's good because, you know, they, if, they wait, if they raise the marijuana tolerance, I mean, this is great news because, again, Josh Gordon, the talent's always going to be there, but you always have to worry about those little minor failed drug tests. And now if they raise the bar, you know, he might be able to smoke a joint, you know, on Thursday come in on get tested on Saturday and just get like and still pass. So I mean again, I mean he sold his first car today by the way too. I, I saw that. Twitter. I was yeah. really proud of him. Yeah. yeah. Some, a somewhat new Nissan or something. Yeah. <laughs> somewhat new. <laughs> oh man. So uh I mean yeah, I mean essentially that is good news for uh Josh Gordon owners and you know Wes Welker owners where he's going to come back. I mean, I'd love to see it. You know as a Browns fan alone, I need it desperately back on my football team as and I have him in my I have him in two of my dynasty leagues as well, and he's somebody I want back on my fantasy team. I Maybe mean, just because the Browns, and I'm always just so pessimistic. It's like I'm just I always expect the worst. You I, know, I 
I fully expect this thing to get overturned or whatever. Oh, you do? Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. The, the drug, drug policy yes, will be changed. Right, yeah. And then we will get screwed and he will be still. But, but they'll keep the yeah. same suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll still be suspended for a year. Yeah, and it, it that makes Sorry, what... you're five days too late. Yeah, yeah sorry, guys. And, and, you know, maybe if we were, if this was a different situ- situation and we were like the Patriots and, it, right. you know, I'd be like, oh, for sure he's going to get reinstated. But being the Browns and being the fans and. Well, for your redraft misery. leagues, I mean, Josh Gordon should be not a free agent. Should be on everybody's roster. I went through as soon as that news right. broke, and I went to try and go claim him on every well, league. Yeah, that makes. I got him in one out of ten leagues. Right, he right. was rostered already by. Yeah, the time he I got, got rostered. Not one guy I picked him up at like three forty-two a.m. Yeah. One guy at like one a.m. Like, what are they? What are these guys doing it? Yeah, <laughs> they have the Josh Gordon alarm clock going off. Like, woo woo! <laughs> Gotta make a waiver. Look, claim. Sounds like you need one of those, Rich. Right, I do, man. I don't get my. Uh, my my hours of sleep are very limited between uh, everything I got going on over here. But uh, yeah, Josh Gordon should be picked up in all. Just in hopes, because you'll know this week, and after this week, you'll know where you stand yeah, with them. You you, you, right, you, you can, can either drop them or, or yeah. Like, I had, I, like in every gem. league, I like the league I picked him up, and I had to make. I forgot who I had to cut, but it was somebody I liked. Yeah, just remember, I was like, Psh, no, not it's more worth than, it. Yeah, no, there's nobody at the end of your roster that you like more than Josh Gordon when he's no. out. Yeah, and that's a guy that all of a sudden, if you get off your waiver wire, he's gonna. I mean, talking about increasing your odds of winning a championship. Right, absolutely, because, like, look how good Andrew Hawkins did, and, you know, he had, like, eight targets or something and a ton of yards, and he's the only guy, because now Jordan Cameron's hurt, I think, like, I know we're, like, kind of close up against it, but one other thing I want to talk about is, how about all those injuries at tight end? How You know, Jordan Cameron probably not playing. Yeah, let's, Jordan let's Reed's dive not into playing. that a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert, yeah, Jordan Reed, Jordan Cameron, uh, yeah, not really good, and I felt bad because I tell her I was down on Vernon Davis all year, and this guy comes out and scores twenty points, who I'm not really like over excited about. But yeah, those are three guys that people are starting that are like, uh oh, and none of them look like they're going to play this week either. Yeah, and for sure the Jordan Cameron. Who knows how long he's going to be out because they they signed. They were working. They were working. Greg Ello. No, they signed somebody off the. Pra- they end up signing a guy off their practice. Oh, squad. did they? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah, the other, you know, the um, Gary Barnage. Yeah, Gary Barnage. Gary Barnage isn't. Uh, you know, he isn't a know, fantasy who, on the fantasy radar. He's who's no in? Good. And it basically, this helps out of all these guys that we talked about. Hawkins, he, I think. Hawkins most. helps out a lot. Because he already uh, had a good game, and he was the only one that looked like a consistent receiver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's something, again, that's something we've been preaching all year. Hawkins like kind of like one early. of those sleeper things, like, hey, if you are battling up against it or you start like a million guys, like one of those three wide receivers and a flex spot or something. Hawkins maybe a good flex spot. Like, you know, week. like if you, have, if you have a deep starting lineup, he could be worth, worth well, playing. We'll talk about him uh tomorrow right on our sit start and gotcha. sleeper episode well we'll save that thought. So, save it save that thought for thursday which is tomorrow make sure you download that episode too and make sure you get on itunes and give us a rating or stitcher and facebook we really appreciate your guys feedback we do this for you and moving on so i want to get up to a guy okay i wrote on my column here guys who stock is up tell me who tell, this is what i have on here guys tell me if you disagree Brandon Cooks. Up. Definitely. Mark Ingram. Up. Definitely. You were right. Marcus Wheaton. Look good. Yeah, look good. Calvin Benjamin. Up. Two thumbs up. Begrudgingly up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean Green. Uh, I not, can't get behind you. Yeah. There's some out stock is up. Not like huge. Nah. Okay. Okay. I'm not in. I'm, I'm not buying. Nope. Chris Ivory. Yes. Nope. I'm I say st- I'm, I'm you're not buying, buying it. 100 no. yards. They said now right. they're gonna, they might run a running right. back by Camille there. He looked way better than Chris Johnson. Yeah, so just wait for that injury. Okay, it's okay. coming. I mean, and you're probably right, but I'm gonna. I am more into Chris Ivory than Sean Green. Stock is so up. am I actually. Yeah. On on a, on a side note, there. Steve okay. Smith Senior. Uh, no. I mean, like a good player, and he's gonna put up good games. But I mean, like, I don't think it's gonna be that consistently that good. Right. One yeah. of my. Favorite. I mean, I like him. I think there is a favorite guy. I got in almost all my dynasty leagues. I think I got him in every dynasty league. Justin Hunter. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Stock for sure. is up for sure. Stock we talked up. about Brian Quick. Yeah. yeah. Stock, stock up. up. Yeah. Stock is up. Justin Forsett. Uh, yeah, he's got. It. I mean, I guess you have to say because well, he's going to get go the from carrot. A penny stock to a dollar stock. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. His stock's up, right? Yeah, and, and, and I, relative. I wrote this. Rel- yeah, relative to what his original value yes. was he is up. right behind him i have lorenzo taylor Farrow. i would say definitely yes, up. up 
Yep, and and this isn't even because he performed well. It's just because the situation. The situation, yes. right? Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's what some of these. Yeah, again, Justin Force. That's not a long term answer, but his stock is up. And some of you guys, and these are guys that I think that should be. Hey, pay attention. Like I, w- I like those two more than Bernard Pierce. Oh, absolutely. Terrence I mean, West. For me. It's got to be stock yeah. up. Yeah, Browns. Bro- he looked awesome. Yeah. Rod Streeter. Uh, I, I, to me, like he might just be a guy that had a good game. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm Carlos Hyde. Stock up. Man, I, he looked good. Well, yeah, his stock was already yeah, like. I, was, uh, I don't think it goes up any more than it really was. Right. I think, yeah. I think I, that. Yes, I take. He my did stock more. Up. He did it quicker than I expected. Not more than I expected. E- exactly. Yes. Perfectly said. Alan Hearns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stock, stock up, up. for you sure. Come to. on. As Mike's in here with the shirt on, it has a big heart with Alan Hearns' name on it. I do. I, I'm really in love with him right now. Oh, started sure. started my season with the Jaguars. I do two Madden seasons: one with the Browns, one with the Jaguars. I got to play with Alan we're gonna, Hearns. We're gonna be t- we're gonna be doing this podcast like seven years from now. We'll be on episode the one thousandth episode, and we'll still be talking about Alan Hearns. But Remember, you like, liked him so much. What happened to that guy? <laughs> yeah, he had those two good games. Mike, Mike, Mike is going to be wrong like for like the third year in a row. But dude, remember? you remember how good I, I hit Alan Hearns? Oh, I, I missed like three years in a row. I was so good on Russell Wilson. Oh, I kept yeah. busting Matt's chops for like two years. How how I nailed that one. And the thing is, the thing with, with, with Russell Wilson, I wasn't even mocking his skills. I just thought he'd never get a shot. He's going to be good every day at the gym. He's no good. I'm like, I I never said that. Now you're, now you're paraphrasing (laughs) and you're changing words. He's not worth it. I said, he's good. He's just never going to get a Uh, chance. I don't know. That's not how I remember it. Of course it's not. (laughs) And last guy, Ahmad Bradshaw. Stock up. Stock up. Yeah. But then again, it, I think it was to be expected. We all knew that it was just going to be a matter of time before Trent Richardson crapped his pants. Yeah. yeah we all know my saying on that one. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, who I have, my stock is down. Mm. We've talked about these guys, these first three, and we all agreed upon. Doug Martin? Definitely. Down. Down. Drastically down. He went from a $50 share to a dollar share in my eyes. And we came down that low. Ben Tate? I'm going to play a wait and see approach. I would say I would lean towards down. It's down a little bit for me. Right, down. It's down. It's It's down a nickel. I mean, like, if he plays, I feel like he'll start and we'll see where it goes from there. That's the thing. But if he doesn't, then his stock's down. I'm going to wait. I want to see. And Zach Stacy? Totally down. Down, yeah. Trent Richardson? I mean, it's never been up. Yeah. He's like, he needs Viagra. <laughs> it's already rock bottom. Yeah. Man. Rock bottom Viagra. Soft, soft rock right, bottom. Yeah. Soft, soft rock. So, so soft. Joe Flacco. Um, I was, he's not really a fantasy. He's a backup guy. So it's like, I don't, you know, I'm I, very I, neutral on one bad outing from him because right. he's just not that good. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, if he's your backup and that is what it is, that's, you're either getting, a, it is what it is. I don't know. I, Bernard Pierce. It. Down. Yeah. I don't think they believe in him. He, you, you know, don't believe I, in a guy if you yank him after just one fumble. If you right, believe that, in the running back, you right. keep him in there when yeah, he fumbles. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, I saw that a few places on Twitter. I didn't want to copy some people, but since you said it, and I know you don't use Twitter. So yeah, I'd I like, didn't. So I that's your own thought, so I'll definitely agree with you. I did not get that yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> Follow Matt at Dynasty and Matt. If you tweet at him, he will respond. I will. He will. But he's a responder. Yeah, he's a he's, reactor. He's a reactor. Yeah, he's not a leader. He'll retweet our tweets, and he'll answer your questions. So how about, here? Yeah, how about everybody get out there and flood Matt's Twitter with questions so we just so we can see him out there making a presence, guys, and down to and Matt. One, here we go. Bishop Sankey. I, I'm not down on him. I'm not down on him. It's, it's only, a, to me, it's yeah, a matter of time. Matter man. of time. Before matter of time. I wouldn't, out. I wouldn't be worried. I mean, I guess I'm disappointed that he didn't, like, Right, outright win the job, but it's a matter of time. He's going to Ronald McDonald you and turn that frown upside down. That's right. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, uh, I'm not down. I've been down on neutral, him all kind of year. I just thought, neutral. I just felt like he's going to take a step back in that offense. His targets would go down. He's like oh, a target Reggie dependent Wayne, big Reggie, guy. Reggie yeah. Wayne's back. Yeah. Yeah. Nicks, Mont, Dante Moncrief, Derek Rogers. Right. It's just kind of, he's somebody who's kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I'm down on. All, all right. right. And here we go again. Riches, I did my, at the end of my article here. Oh, gosh. I did Riches Fantasy Football Power Rankings, and I gave you my top five <laughs> for this week. Now, granted, this isn't long-term. This isn't Dynasty. This is for redraft fantasy football. My top five at each position. Number one, quarterback. Payne Manning, right? I'm, uh, yeah. 
Sure. Number two. It's pretty simple. Matt Ryan. Okay. Looked really good, right? Mm-hmm. So this you said this is just so you're stating week so you're one. stating the obvious right now. Yeah, Andrew okay. Andrew Luck number two, no, three Matt Stafford four Jay Cutler five. That's not too, you know too obvious. Going forward in this format, those are guys I like there. Wait, right. are you saying this is for the year you're projecting? These are your or you're just saying after week, week one? The, like if I had to pick right now the quarterback after week one, everything I saw and what I think these are the guys that I'd want. Okay. So those are the guys that just did the best though. I, right? I just like I'm just trying to figure out what yeah, we're agreeing just, to. Yeah. Well, here, okay. Besides Jay Cutler, uh, all those guys the parameters. Are what we're talking anyways. about. I mean, those are those are the consistent guys on there. I mean, the one guy I wouldn't have on there that was probably that went high would be. I don't even know. Those are like the top quarterbacks. So. Yeah. Because I mean, I'd, going forward, I'm not anti your power rankings. I just want to know the parameters. Other people I'd rather have than Jay Cutler. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's you. That's uh, again, he's Rich's power ranking. All right. I yeah. get your response. Oh, okay. So you guys don't like Jay Cutler. I'm a no, sco- I don't. Not I'm a sc- I do like Jay like Cutler. Cutler. I mean, there's, guy, there's guys I would like. Well, give me one. That's, that's what I want your reaction. Give me one who you want going forward. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I did, right. Why you wouldn't I Aaron want Rogers. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, 100%. Uh, if you guys were reading my article, I apologize. Aaron Rodgers should 100% be on that list. I'm wow. Not. All right. I was just, just wondering. It <laughs> seems so pie, That's a pie to, a, to the face right, right there. All right. Uh, must be hanging out with Josh yeah, Gordon over here. And, and yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll skip the running backs, but here's my uh, top five yeah, running backs. Don't want to skip running backs. Yeah, guys, no, no, skip running backs. Uh, I mean, those are all pretty much the obvious. But uh, tight ends, Julius Thomas looked fantastic. He's going to be a nightmare matchup for everybody. I mean, he single-handedly almost brought me back in my game that um, Tony Romo probably totally screwed for me. He either destroyed, like totally destroyed, made everyone like kill your opponent or he brought yeah. you back into your game. Like I told you guys when you got here, like I had a league I was in, I had the most points in the league. It was 170 points, 169 to be exact. Uh, just a regular PPR league, you know, and I had New Orleans defense that got me minus one. And then I got Ben Tate who got me four. I still scored a hundred, you know, because of I Calvin and Julius Thomas, but Julius top, I'm starting to get this. If Julius Thomas could do that now that, you know, if you think about Eric Decker leaving and those taking those 11 touchdowns with you, Julius Thomas has a very strong chance. This, I mean, this week one helps him tremendously. There is finishing the year as the number one overall tight end. He yeah, could, he could. Well, you, yeah, he's he always get, been in that He mix, could get like no fifteen what. to eighteen touchdowns this year. If he, yes, but don't it's you ridiculous? Th- but don't you think like for dynasty, you know, which you know what we're talking about here for the most part, but for dynasty, where his value is somewhat questionable, be slightly because of Peyton Manning. You're always like, what happens? Because, dude, everybody looks good with Peyton Manning. Yes. If you don't look good with Peyton Manning, you stink. Yeah, but he just looks, when I watch him play, yes. I mean, Peyton has a big do it, but he still gets open all the time. He's I mean, a mismatch. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, like, for, like, number one. Like, so say this year he ends as the number one over all tight end. Broncos win the Super Bowl, and Peyton Manning retires. Next year, when we're here, I, you know, nine months from now, are we telling everyone, yeah, draft Julius Thomas over Jimmy Graham. No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, not long term. I'm talking about like this year okay. he looks cool. like he's number yeah, he can finish number just, one. Yeah. Yeah, number Jimmy to me it's still Jimmy and Gronk are right. one two. But you know, with Gronk's health concerns, I could understand right. like if you want to take the safe route, it looks like Julius Thomas is definitely the safe route. Yeah, I, I if if projecting how you know, you are projecting, like I think maybe I would lean and take him, him over Gronk, yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we'll if see, Gronk can rebound this year. healthy. Yeah, and look, yeah, Gronkowski, so, yeah. you know, this he guy scored, scored 47 right? touchdowns in 52 games. Now right. let's make it 48 touchdowns in 53 games because, right. he again, he scored yeah. again. Um, and that's the biggest thing about Gronk. He just scores a ton of touchdowns. Yeah. So, again, I mean, it's nice that Julius Thomas scored three. It's just I just see a lot more touchdowns coming from Julius Thomas. I just, I was just feeling all of a sudden yeah. I agree with Matt. I think he's going to finish a year with more than 50. I think this guy's going to have, like, Again, if you start the season with three, game one, that's a huge bonus. I'm seeing like 18 to 20 touchdowns. I mean, I really think it's a logist, like a, a possibility. I think this guy's going to score a touchdown almost every week. Yeah. He's that much of a mismatch. And again, because Payne Man's so good, he's going to move that team downfield consistently. So they're going to be in a red zone a lot. Right. And I mean, Demer- I mean, they got yeah, Manuel definitely, Sanders. Definitely not Thomas. anti. I think he's sweet. So don't get me wrong. I, don't, I just want to make sure that's plenty clear. What about so. you guys? Uh, you guys believe in. Uh, in what we saw with Greg Olson in Carolina, 
you think that's going to stay consistent? Because he's always been an inconsistent. Always had the talent. Um, former Hurricane from Mike Hero. And I promise you, Greg Olson was a guy, and I still feel this way. He, for most of the time, I'm always like, oh, that Hurricane guy is really sweet. I was never on board with Greg Olson. I think he underwhelmed in college, under was overvalued coming into the draft, and I think he has underwhelmed in the pros for where he was drafted and how everyone talked him up. He should be friggin' awesome, and he's the twelfth, 13th, or, you know, whatever that like bottom tight end one for your team, but probably better off as a backup replacement really guy. Good backup. And, you know, he's not bad. He's all right, right, but he's not how I think he's a disappointment. And he's certainly a bust for being a first round pick. I think he was like a top 15 picks overall in the, in the draft. And I, used, I used to own him and he's, he's definitely, he's hard to rely on. He's right. really inconsistent. Yeah. Week to week. So oh, highly talented Vernon kid. Davis. Yeah, basically. He, he is. That's kind of yeah. how I would describe him. Yeah. You know those tight ends that went in the, you know, uh, ta- you know, Tal Eifert hasn't done anything yet, but it's, he's still too young. But, you know, Jermaine Gresham, Brandon Pettigrew, Greg Olson, you know, these guys that you get all excited about, and none of them yeah. have been kind of like fizzle, you know. Right. You know, Kellen Winslow, who looked really good, and he had the, the knee injuries for thinking he's, he's a yeah. stuntman on a motorcycle. Uh, Vernon Davis, you know, top 10 pick, and. He's just been, he scores touchdowns, which is nice, but he's not somebody I would ever rely on because he's, so, to me, he's really inconsistent as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm all, all for it. Like, way better than those guys. Though. I oh, yeah, he, no, I agree with you know. that too. But I'm talking about for being a top 10 pick at a tight end, like Eric Ebron, like number 10, like you expect these guys to be, a, you know, if you're a top 10 pick at a tight end position, you're expecting Rob Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham, Julius Thomas. Right. And you're not getting that. Again, right. now at least for Vernon Davis, I agree. He's been consistently a top tier, like dr- tight end for like a tight end position. Yeah, but again, that's what we always. That's why I always preach. Hey, man, after you get those top four, couple tight ends, yeah, you think you're really sweet with Vernon Davis, but it's still, it's not. It's a different level. Yeah, I think everyone know, knows though by this time. I mean, after like not doing that well with or just doing average in Chicago and what he's doing in Carolina, he is what he is. He's a you know, a, you want him as your tight end too. If he's your tight end one, that kind of stinks sucks to be you man yeah and i promise i would have said that eight years ago you did say that to me i used to always ask you about him because i had him so so i'm not a hundred percent homer i'm only like (laughs) i'm only like greg olsen i used to try to trade him all the time and you'd be like nah i never even really liked him at the u yeah Yeah. like 95 percent that's a bad sign man right Right. i mean there's nothing that mike doesn't know about the university of miami if he doesn't like somebody coming out anytime anybody hear about anybody coming out about miami i'm like mike what do you think of this guy I like him. I get the full I get the full breakdown. Well, you know, he looks really handsome on his picture day picture. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, last guy here I want to touch on, a guy who I've been preaching on Twitter since, again, March, who I thought would lead their team in reception, who I think is like a really unappreciated tight end, Dennis Pitta in Baltimore. I actually missed. Did How did you do this week? I, I didn't see. Pretty good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have exact stats for me, so I can't I'm, I'm pulling them up right now. Hey, you know. Drum roll, please. Yeah, I'm still looking. Hold on. Oh, now you got the pressure, and huh? Dennis Pitta for the Baltimore Ravens. That tight end? I'm coming. Your internet. Whoa, whoa. You're on dial. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> we settled This is down. a PG-13 podcast we're running over here. You got dial-up over? You got dial-up over here? No, nah, we got some new, like, thing to extend our... We bought what this... are you on, Sprint, too? Like, no, we bought the... this thing to extend so we can get internet, like, way in the backyard, like, in that wood area, like, way out there, so extends extended Extends for your... Extends well, we put it off, your... We put it in another level of the house, so, like, now when we're outside, we'd have internet, but it's, I think it slowed down my internet. It's really annoying. I... Wow, when I say these stats, man, I'll tell you what. You got targeted 15, 15 times. 15 times. I, I told everybody he's going to lead Baltimore in receptions. Man, Steve Smith ten had ca- 15 10 catches too. for 83 yards. Steve Smith yeah. had a big touchdown, too. That's what I told you, Steve Smith. Stock up. 15 targets. Wow, that's crazy. Steve Smith is pissed, man. He's pissed he got left guy. He had to leave Carolina. He's pissed. He's... Matt just said his stock is eh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, yeah, but Dennis Pitta, he's one of those guys I always feel like, to me, he's in that, like, top, like, six, but he's, he's like, really unappreciated. Like, in your redraft league, you get him as your backup tight end and everything, so... Yeah, Dennis Pitta. All right, I guess so. After I see that, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Thanks, yep. guys. Sorry, I would have said no though, but I just I know backing it with the stats backing it up. And there. I mean, I was following stats all friggin' day too. Oh wow, Wait. I missed that one. Can't get everything by you. You can't. Well, on that can't note, 
It's been fun. We uh, so fun. That is our week week one in review. Of course, we'll be back next week for our week two in review Ooh, with all kinds wait. of more information. Definitely make sure you tune in tomorrow for our starts, our sits, sleepers, and our sleepers. Awesome. Um, until then, if you, again, we really appreciate you guys listening. Like us on Facebook. Like us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. If you have any questions on Twitters, which uh, we get hundreds of them a day, we answer them all. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dan- Dynasty Matt. And I'm at Dynasty Nerd Mike. If you ask me, me any questions, if anyone's listed for an hour and five minutes, if you do, maybe specify if it's Dynasty or Redraft. That would help out. Yeah, sometimes that does help out. Because that, yeah, that's sometimes now we're I like, get confused. We are getting inundated with a lot of like, Redraft questions. And I, and I have to I, ask, like, is that redraft dynasty? Like, oh, redraft. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then so, somebody's like, what's redraft? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. just regular fantasy. And so. make sure, make sure again, you guys tweet questions at Dynasty Matt. Yeah, let's do it. Woo. This guy needs, he's pumped. He, by needs, that. he needs to work out those thumbs more. Right. So until then, guys, we will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Thanks Twitter. for listening. Totally, totally. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.